This is episode number 20, A Just Marketer's Guide to Responding to Tragedy. It's no secret that our world seems to hit us with a tragedy at every turn, like an unstoppable freight train careening uninvited into our lives. Since the topic is unavoidable, the question becomes, as a marketer, as a business owner, how do you go about responding to tragedies? Or do you? There are typically two ways to react when a national tragedy occurs. You either, one, halt your marketing efforts altogether. This will allow people time to process the event and do what you can do to mitigate the perception of being insensitive by continuing to do business as usual. However, stopping all marketing activity could interrupt ongoing launches, contracts with other stakeholders, or put your ad optimization at risk, ad optimization that you've spent major money on. And if you do pause your marketing efforts, the question then becomes, how soon is too soon to return to normal activity? On the flip side, you could continue marketing as usual. After all, some people find comfort in normalcy, providing a blanket of reprieve from the horror outside and pointing out that there's always a rainbow after a storm. On this side, continuing marketing as usual and not acknowledging the tragedy at all could come across as insensitive and give off the impression that you value your money over humanity. Unfortunately, a cookie-cutter response does not exist when it comes to deciding the best way to respond when a tragedy presents itself. So it's the goal of this resource to give you a few options and perspectives, including my own, to help guide you in creating a plan to respond that validates who you are and that best fits your business. So first, let's talk about what constitutes a tragedy. A tragedy can be defined in multiple ways, including, but not limited to, school shootings, hate crimes, police brutality, legislation or court decisions resulting in the loss of rights, wars, death of an impactful community leader, and more. If you've ever turned on the 5 o'clock news, you're inundated with one terrible thing after another. There is a mass shooting practically every day in America. So how do you define a national tragedy versus just another day in the neighborhood? If we cut off our marketing every time something bad happened, we'd never have any marketing. Therefore, we have to evaluate which circumstances require us to make changes to our typical marketing strategy. Shift does an excellent job of laying out five factors to determine whether an event could be characterized as a tragedy. They identify five things, proximity, magnitude, audience impact, brand alignment, and judgment. So I'm going to break these five things down a little bit. Proximity. So think about if an incident occurs directly in your community, right? the stronger you should consider interrupting your normal operations as this is something that directly affects those who receive your marketing message. The second is magnitude. If an incident has a great overall significance, the more day-to-day -day operations are likely to cease. Three is audience impact. If your audience has a significant reaction to the incident, it's a good indicator that normal operations should pause. Be sure to gauge how your audience is responding to the incident, and then you can react accordingly. 
Fourth is brand alignment. So if an incident is impactful to your specific brand or or industry, then you're more likely to want to interrupt your normal operations. And fifth is judgment. So if you find yourself having a conversation with yourself like, self, would this offend people? The answer is probably yes. So using the above factors combined with your best personal judgment, base your response on the specific individual incident. I always encourage people to err on the side of caution. I think it's best that if you're not sure if a specific incident qualifies as a tragedy that that's worthy of interrupting business operations, it's better to be safe than offensive. So once you've determined uh, that a tragedy has occurred, there are four things that you want to do immediately. So the first thing you want to do is pause all automations. Pause your social media um, pause your organic social media content and consider whether things could be viewed as insensitive to those who are affected by the trauma of the tragedy. Pausing your social media, your email, and any other marketing automations that you have gives you an opportunity to take a step back and assess the tragedy at hand and determine whether you will move forward with business as usual or if you need to pivot your marketing approach. So the first step is just a pause. It gives you the opportunity to review the five factors to determine if a tragedy has, in fact, happened. And if you determine that marketing strategies don't need to change, you can just unpause and move forward. However, pausing allows you that time and space to make thoughtful, educated decisions that ensure that you don't inadvertently send or publish something that sounds insensitive given the situation. The second thing you need to do immediately is consider your team and clients. Now, if there are members of your team and or clients who are directly impacted by this incident, then you should consider how you can go about providing them the appropriate support. Now, this very well may happen before you hit pause on your marketing automations, but the key is that these things both happen quickly They happen fast and they happen in a hurry as soon as you're aware that an incident has occurred. Third, this is when you need to craft your response. It's important to identify why this issue, this tragedy, this incident matters to you and how you plan to advocate on social media. So some things you can consider is sharing educational material and informational resources that would help people impacted by the tragedy, issuing a personal official statement for your brand, or collaborating with other credible organizations who have already begun advocating for the cause. One example of this would be when a hurricane hits, the Red Cross is always right there. So you can collaborate with somebody like the Red Cross, right, who's already begun um, advocating for that tragedy. You should still consider how you want to reply to the incident that occurred, no matter if you stop other marketing efforts or not. This is not the time to leverage trauma to push for sales, but rather to share open and honest feelings of sympathy and support. Social media is a perfect way to reach out to your audience, sharing words of comfort and any ways that you can provide help. The fourth thing I want you to remember in this immediate sense is to remember trigger warnings. If an incident has occurred, a a tragedy, 
Um, we want to be extra cautious to include trigger warnings so we can help prevent additional unwanted pain and suffering for people who are trying to prioritize their emotional health after a tragedy. An example of this, um, I think of police violence. So <laughs> the police have a history of, um, of being violent against people of color. And so if you are sharing a news story or a video or um, a link that provides an account of a person of color who has been victimized by the police, putting a trigger warning would help people make the educated decision about whether they want to continue to consume that content. I know many people in the BIPOC community, they're not able to consume all of that content because of the emotional um, pain it causes them. If you want to hear more about trigger warnings, you can go back and listen to episode number 18, where we describe them more in depth. So I outlined four things that you should be doing immediately after a tragedy occurred. And now I have a handful of things, five things that I want to talk about we should be doing um, as soon as possible after a tragedy has occurred. So after you take care of the immediate tasks, you can begin to work through this group of things. The first thing is to process, reflect, and rest. Self-care is an essential element of activism. It's very important that you're taking care of yourself. Make sure that you're creating content that is aligned with your values as opposed to being driven from a place of pure emotion. If you have strong convictions to write immediately, write immediately, but give it a pause until you have a chance to review your words. Make sure that you are taking extra time to take care of yourself and your team and your family after a tragedy has occurred. Number two, we have to think about whether we want to stay paused or resume marketing as usual. So I want you to think about what your clients and supporters are focused on right now. The initial reactions are likely to feel terror, shock, sadness, empathy, helplessness, and even anger. These types of emotions are key indicators that pausing your regular marketing efforts makes sense. You're not missing an opportunity to be selling because your audience is not in the right headspace to be making investments right now. Instead, they're focused on this tragedy, and they kind of expect you to be as well. It's important to reevaluate after a few days to see if the mood is shifting back to normal yet. And at that time, you can proceed with strategic small steps to go back to your existing marketing plan. Remember, everyone experiences tragedy differently, depending on their environments and upbringing. So make sure that you're consuming content from diverse voices to ensure that you best address the issue in an inclusive and respectful way and seek counsel on these topics. That is important. If you aren't positive about the best way to go about responding, talk to other like-minded people and see what they're doing. If you are in the Just Marketing Alliance, this is the perfect place to have those conversations. Third, I wanna talk about what you should be doing if you're not marketing at the moment. If you've put your marketing on pause and you're not marketing, what should you be doing? There are a few different ways that you can use this time when, you're, when you've stopped marketing due to a tragedy. First, you can spend the time advocating for and strengthening your message of support available to the impacted community as well as those who have been impacted directly. 
Second, you can focus on plans for future marketing efforts. Think about what you have planned for later in the month or the quarter of the year and get a jump start preparing for those things. Third, you can spend additional time on your own self-care. Let's be honest, we don't ever get enough time to begin with. And during these times of trauma, we need it even more than ever. The fourth thing I want you to do is prepare yourself. Prepare yourself for correction and or for trolls. There are many different opinions on the best way to approach marketing following a tragedy. Social media is tricky and that you should be prepared to receive feedback that is constructive as well as dealing with potential troll attacks. So I encourage you to go back and listen to episodes four and five if you haven't already or if you need a refresher. And fifth, I want to talk about ads, paid advertising. So this is my personal opinion, and I'm aware that it may be polarizing. I don't often pause ads, even during times of tragedy, when it comes to like paid advertising on Facebook and Instagram, which is where I currently focus uh, most of my efforts and run ads for, for my clients. The reason I don't pause ads is because with my intricate knowledge of how the ad algorithms work on social media, I know that pausing an ad campaign will disrupt the optimization that my clients have invested lots of time and money into achieving. Of course, this is vastly different from halting organic content from delivering, which is something I 100% recommend. I do encourage you to review the content of your ads to ensure there's nothing problematic in the material in light of the tragedy. If you're dealing with a bombing, for example, you want to make sure there, there's no images that resemble bombs in any ads. You want to make sure there's no language that may be insensitive, such as saying things like your sales work will explode or the first ad bombed, etc. So if, if those things had happened, turning off those ads and getting new ones running would be important. After you, you review the ads for sensitive images and language, I tend to leave the paid ads running as is. When the ads have comments in them, users are going to be able to see that it's a long-running ad versus one that's been freshly posted. And in order to easily see the brand's response to the tragedy, I encourage brands who are running ads to pin their response um, to the tragedy to the top of their page. This way, if someone sees the ad, goes to the Facebook page, they can see the official response to the tragedy. And of course, if they've paused other organic postings, that official response should be at the top of their feed already. So after reviewing all of the steps to ensure you're responding to tragedy in a just way, the main takeaway here is to acknowledge that communication and marketing strategy both during and after tragedies, requires an abundance of concern and consideration. When you're planning a response strategy, the most important guideline is to recognize those who are affected by the tragedy itself, representing who we are and what we stand for to the outside world is a pillar of being a social media marketer. Implementing a considerate response standard when a tragedy occurs helps us to respond appropriately and quickly to these events.